There's clever engineers. But no. Time for ASO Radio. Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of ASO Radio. This of course is your host, NZ17, and joining me this week is two new co-hosts. As I have mentioned in the past, if you'd been paying attention, you'd be expecting this. And uh, we're going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves on this brand new episode. Uh, we're going to start with JD10T, if you would. Okay, uh, name's JD10T. Um, I've been watching anime since I was probably about 12 years old. First one I was exposed to was Ronin Warriors, you know, like on the Cartoon Network. Um, so I kind of have a little sentimental value for that one. But my favorites are Veroni Kenshin and Trigun are probably my favorites. And non-anime things I like to do, I like music, I play the flute, I like sports, and watching movies, hanging out. Any uh, any interesting band camp stories you can share with us? Actually, no, I didn't go to band camp. Um, never. That, uh, well, that was pop culture reference, but let's move along. <laughs> uh, Cat 13, go ahead. The mic is yours. Hello, my name is Cat 13. And I, she's much louder than JD Tenzi. <laughs> yes, that is part of my personality. I am very loud and apparently pretty flighty. Um... I started watching anime when I was about 13. The first anime I started watching was Sailor Moon, one of the weirdest shows, but it has sentimental values for me. And most of the shows I watch are from JD10T, so... Yes, uh, later I'm going to have to share with you a very funny uh, Sailor Moon music video that I happened to um, find. It's very good. It's done to the uh, the Weird Al song, um, <laughs> Jerry Springer. So Oh, uh, that will funny. be interesting. Uh, but uh, we're going to go ahead now and jump to the anime news. Okay, so we got a bunch of headlines this week, all of them profane. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go ahead and start off with some uh, giant robo news. Uh, Soft Garage has put up an official English language website for the upcoming Giant Robo 40th Anniversary Anime at gr-anime.com. The site has information about the history of Giant Robo, a brief history of robot fiction in general, character and robot profiles, and of course, more. According to the promotion plan, the anime is expected to premiere in December. There are also two manga tie-ins, one currently being serialized in Champion Red, and the other starting in Comet Gun in November. And now JD10T brings us her very first news story. Okay, these are canceled titles from Central Park Media. Um, they've released the following list of DVDs that are no longer available from their... Central Park Media. Copies of these DVDs may still be available at the retail outlets, though. Um, we got Legend of the Dragon Knights, um, the the collection, and then the Birds 
Birdie the Mighty, Double Trouble and Final Force, Virgin Fleet, Harlock Saga. Yes, damn Harlock. <laughs> no, trust me, I, I hate Harlock. Okay. Agent... Ica. Ica, okay. <laughs> See, I didn't even have to look at the paper for that one. Oh, well, I'm not aware of that one. Okay, Labyrinth of the Flames and Hyperspeed Grandal and the Dimension Travelers, the live-action version. All right, and now with our very first news story, JD10T again. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's going to be Cat13. Thank heavens. Yeah. Don't scare me like that. Okay, new Mari Iajima album next month. Kayla McCross, voice actress and singer Mari Iajima latest album, Uncompromising Innocence, is now available for pre-order. The album will be released early next month. Excellent. I applaud your wonderful news reading. <laughs> okay, next up, Production IG preps for the Holland Animation Film Festival. Production IG has a full slate prepared for the 11th Holland Animation Film Festival, which of course runs November 1st through the 5th in Utrecht. Among its more unique offerings are Mylene Farmer's Cute Eter Toy music video and Katsuhito Ishii's uh, Kirin Beverages commercial. Now, don't do like me when I first saw this next headline and say Vampire Hunter goes hardcore. It's actually hardcover. <laughs> right, I guess the Urban Vision and IDW Publishing has released a new art book based on Madhouse's Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. The hardcover book includes concept art and images from the animated film. Cool. I actually like that series pretty good, but I didn't care much for Bloodlust. I, I prefer the original one. I actually haven't heard of them, but... Well, we'll change all that as <laughs> soon as we can. I actually saw the one with... Um, I don't remember the title. It had the girl in the red suit. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> Bloodlust. Bloodlust. If it was well animated, it's Bloodlust. If oh, it looked yes. cheaply animated, it, it, was, it was the original. It was pretty good animated. But do go on, Cat 13. Okay, so the final two... But the other day, I was... No, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. How rude. Just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the final two Dragon Ball Z movies, Fusion Reborn and The Wrath of the Dragon, will air November 11th and December 2nd Wrath, at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Toonami will also show a two-hour marathon of new Naruto episodes on November 18th at 9 p.m. Ah, uh, Naruto. It's the new Dragon Ball Z. I hope it's a lot better. <laughs> well, no, I mean that it's a, it's the next popular fighting anime. But uh, Naruto, I think, is better than Dragon Ball Z. But I don't watch too much of either of them, so what can I say? <laughs> okay, the Anime Network and Funimation Channel are finally together at last. Well, in a way. In early November, Optical Entertainment Network will launch its VOD, Video On Demand, service on Fission shortly after the initial launch. Although this will be the first time that the two networks, Anime Network and Funimation Channel, compete head-to-head in the same market, both Anime Network and Funimation have told us that they don't see it as a competitive issue. Okay, now read the quote. It's good for the anime industry and will help grow awareness of anime. Says Funimation's Jeff Groen. It only helps having two channels offering anime exclusively. When asked how they felt about going head-to-head with Funimation, McPhilly said, We don't see it that way. I think it's a sign of the times, of how just how popular anime has become, and I think there is plenty of room for everyone. Both companies stress that they are excited to work with OEN especially since they're there in our backyard, adds McFeely. He's very touchy-feely. 
And effeminate. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, JD10T. <laughs> Tell us about Chicago. Okay. Um, Tomino is in Chicago with the R5 Central's hosting a podcast. podcast. Kind of like what this show is. <laughs> like, yeah, it was like, of Yoshi, Yoshiyuki Tomino's introduction and question and answer at the U.S. premiere of Zeta Gundam, a new translation in Chicago. Trans- that would be funny if that was its title, right? Not just Zeta Gundam, a new translation, <laughs> but Zeta Gundam, a new translation in Chicago. <laughs> I was going to say. Okay, transcripts of the question and answer are also available at just... JusticeAce.wordpress.com. Just- yeah, what he said. And now, the Naruto Roadshow. Kind of like the Antiques Roadshow. Let's find out. Okay, so Veets Media has announced a Shonen Jump Naruto Roadshow starting next month. Visitors to the special event staging area in each mall will get a sneak peek at upcoming episodes, a passport that can be redeemed for exclusive Naruto goodies. Hey, that's fun. And a chance to have their picture taken. Sweet. In a green screen area against various Naruto backgrounds. So November 4th, it's the Cumberland Mall in Atlanta. November 11th, it's the Mall in America in of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. And November 18th is Lake Line Mall in Cedar Park, Texas. I love Texas. That's fun. According to the press release, the tour will continue in 2007 with future dates and locations to be announced. Uh, that certainly sounds like a lot of fun. If I was anywhere near there, I'd uh, definitely try to get there. After all, uh, who wouldn't want to get a hold of Naruto's goodies? Anyways, we're going to go ahead and jump over to the reviews section of the show. And what are we reviewing this week? Princess Nine, Volume Four. There you go. <laughs> okay, so indeed we are going to be reviewing Princess Nine, Volume One, which contains episodes fourteen through seventeen. Um, this, um, I'm going to review the rest of Princess Nine next episode, and then on episode 105, we're going to cover the rest of the series, because it's always best to start reviewing things at the middle. Um, so, (laughs) anyways, um, what we've got here is, well, let's go ahead and, who wants to, uh, introduce the story for us? Okay, the story is basically about the first, um, high school girls' baseball team in Japan. Not softball, baseball. No, I'm not telling you. I'm I'm reminding the listening audience (laughs) that it it is not softball, but baseball. See, there's not three of us here. There's four of us who have to keep the audience in mind. (laughs) Okay. So it's the first team um, in high school, and they're trying to end this volume, at least. They're trying to get into the... Koshian Championship. Championship. And uh, uh, you've got the main character who's the daughter of a very famous baseball player, and the rest of them are just kind of oddballs that just kind of got in there somehow <laughs> through talent or accident. Or in the case of the uh, one hoping to be an actress, she hopes to use it as a launching for her career. Mm-hmm. Great job on telling us the story of the volume and not the introduction of the volume. Okay. <laughs> um, through this volume, you, 
they try um they challenge a baseball team that uh boys baseball obviously um <laughs> yes you see at this point of course <laughs> they're, they're the, the only first girl girls baseball team and the, so the only championship is Koshien which is so far only men have played in it so they're trying to get into this championship because there's no girls league and of course the uh, the male teams and the male teams management and other schools are opposed to this saying you know it's disrespectful girls shouldn't be playing blah 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 and then also you got the two um, guys who are after the heart of the main character that's always a nice little Romantic twist <laughs> there, um, even though we're not quite into the romance part of that yet. But also, towards the end of the volume, you get into this, um, the main character, also there's this issue going on with her father, and everybody, the parents' association is... Scandalous! Exactly, <laughs> flipping out about it. So, there, you got that little drama there for that part of the series. Okay, well, how about we have uh, Cat13 tell us about the characters. You don't have to name names. I realize it's hard to remember all the names, but I'm sure you remember the characters. Okay, so I think I'll start with my See, look how much favorite. louder she is. <laughs> you need to get closer to the microphone because you're quieter. Just have a louder voice. Anyway, I think I'll start with my favorite, and I think it's the blue-haired girl. She's usually wearing pigtails. It's kind of funny, and she first comes off as a complete jerk. She seems so mean. But she seems Izumi to be... Izumi is her name. Izumi. Thank you. She actually seems to be um, kind of jerkish with good intentions, though. She's got the she right... She wants to bring out the best out of the team, basically, exactly. by jumping on their case at every opportunity. Of course, she still has her selfish reasons, because she wants the team to work well, so she can be a really good star, since she was a tennis player, and she was very good at it. And then we have uh, um, the red-headed chick... Which she is hilarious just because she flips out at nearly everything. And yeah, she used to be the leader of a uh, street gang and was basically um, impressed and tricked into playing on the team. <laughs> right. And then we have, what's the girl, she disguises herself because her father is the principal of the school and he does not approve of her playing it mm -hmm. and so she has to disguise herself she normally has short brown hair with glasses she takes off her glasses i don't know how she can play without those glasses on anyway and she puts a green wig on and eventually through her father finds out and that becomes an issue i'm trying to think let's see there's the girl with pigtails long brown hair and she just seems to be kind of this sporty girl who's just into playing baseball and she's really good with very the rest supportive. of the team. Mm -hmm. Very loyal friend to the main character. Yeah, she's very helpful. Okay, then there's the daughter of the fisherman who you guys really like. She has the short black hair. Oh, yeah. She sounds like a boy. It's a it's a girl, but she sounds like a boy. Drives me crazy. Well, earlier in the series, she was on a boy's team until they found out she was a girl. Still sounds like a boy. Because <laughs> her voice is kind of stuck. <laughs> Um, and, of course, there's the coach, who's quite the drunkard, but he's, he's a lovable <laughs> drunk. He's fun. He's just never around for practices because he's sleeping or drinking or... Hungover. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get sober, but never quite there. Who apparently, in this volume, they um, mentioned that he was, used to be friends with um, uh, Rio's father, the main character. Uh, they, he was actually... Her father was the pitcher, and he was the catcher on the team. And apparently he also knows her mother from back then and whatnot. 
So slowly we're we're uncovering the story behind Rio's father and uh, everything that was involved with his life and why he was a great player and why he uh, stopped playing baseball professionally. And uh, there's also some other girls too. We like I mentioned earlier, there's one who's trying to launch her acting career by becoming you know on a great baseball team who's always shying away from the balls because she doesn't want to get her face damaged. And of course, Sarah the redhead is always jumping on her about this. Um, and there's a couple of other interesting characters. Uh, Yuki, I believe, is the name of the girl um, who has the doll named Fifi, oh, yeah. who allows her to uh, communicate with aliens who, who tell her all sorts of things. She doesn't talk much. She's a small character, but quite hilarious. And uh, then there is the, the catcher, Mao, who played an important part. I forget if it's volume three or four, but they had a story based around her and not being able to catch Rio's fastest fastballs. Um, and I don't think we're missing anyone, but uh, of course there's other auxiliary characters the like uh, the manager, uh, Maymay or Nene. Sometimes it sounds like they say Nene, and other times it sounds like they say Maymay. So I'm not really sure. Um, and of course then there's uh, like the principal, the parents association, the vice principal, uh, the chairperson, people of the board. There's a lot of auxiliary characters in this. The two non-boyfriends. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, one of them, of course, is her long childhood friend. And the other is the childhood friend of Izumi, the girl with blue hair. But, of course, Izumi, being his childhood friend, is very protective and kind of feels that he should be her boyfriend. And so this is definitely not just a sports show that's about sports, but it's definitely a sports drama because... Um, while there's lots of shows that involve them actually playing baseball, a lot of it focuses on either their training and trying to become better as a team, uh, individuals trying to become better members of the team, or drama in their personal lives. I think it's really fun, though, with those two boys is because you really don't know who to root for. They're both cute guys. They're both really sweet. They're both supportive. And so you're kind of going, oh, he's cute. Let's go for him. Oh, but that was adorable. Oh, wait. And so it's kind of fun to... To see She's how watching it'll turn her game out. on television instead of <laughs> practicing. How can't you love that? You know. He skipped out on practice to go see her eventually. So, um, so what did you guys think of the uh, dub? I, I heard you talking a lot about the different characters and what you thought of their voice work. Because we watched the English version when we were uh, viewing this. And so what do you think, uh, JD Tenty? I think that... Um, I think that the the voice actresses, I think they did a pretty good job with the overreacting and how they would say things. Some of the voices were a little irritating because they were trying to be high school girls, obviously. But I think they did pretty well in a sense. Of course, I haven't seen the Japanese version. I don't know exactly how it's supposed to go. But um, very, I thought a lot of the characters were really good at, you know, like the, or whatever you usually see with high school girls. So they, were they did that. <laughs> Actually, um very close. If you listen to a high school girl talking, she it. No offense to anyone out there who is a high school girl. It, it, Thank you. I feel better now. <laughs> um, okay, so um, what's your thoughts on this, Cat Thirteen? I agree with me. <laughs> I agree with JD Tenty. I we haven't seen the Japanese version, and so I don't know how it goes, but. They do actually a pretty good job compared to other animes that I have seen in English, and I usually prefer to watch them in Japanese just because they have a better 
voices because it's for well, their trust own me, stories. I've seen a lot of anime, and there have actually been times where the Japanese dub is much inferior to the English one. Really? So it's not as common as the other way about, but a lot of times, especially on low-budget shows, I've found better voice acting on the English dub than on the Japanese dub. But then again, in the case of Neon Genesis Evangelion, I found the French dub superior to all of the others. <laughs> so what can I say? Um, I thought that the voice actors did a really good job on this. Uh, I actually met one of the voice actors when I went to NDK in 2005, and uh, she did quite a uh, good job at this. Not uh, Haggit, um, what was her name? Not Haggit the Hag. Last name was Hag, uh, the main character. Uh, but I believe it was Monica Rial who uh, played Azumi, the you know mean blue-haired girl, and uh, she did a really good job. I felt. Um, if you will, bitchy but nice. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this review. What did you guys think uh, overall of the sound effects of the show, uh, the music, and the replayability? Let's just go ahead with you, Cat13, because uh, JD10T is busy with her fingernails and teeth. <laughs> Actually, um, I don't think any of them are very memorable. I don't really... Remember any of, of I think the, the sound music, effects. the sound effects, or the replay value. you got to be a little more specific. Okay, well, I don't really remember the music. I don't remember when it played or what played. The sound effects were pretty good. When it was doing the baseball stuff, it sounded like they were playing baseball, so it sounded pretty good to me. What about the replayability? Do you think this could be watched maybe two or three times or a bunch of times, or do you think maybe once you see it, you're not going to want to watch these episodes again? I'd probably watch it a couple times. I think it's a really interesting show, and I'd watch it several times. Okay, what about you, Cat13? Just kidding. <laughs> JD10T, please, if you would. I agree with uh, Cat13 with the replayability. I, I could watch it a couple times. Um, there were a few, uh, an episode where they used their feminine charm that I could definitely watch again. That was pretty funny. And, it was um, quite hilarious. Um, uh, I liked it when they, um, sorry to interrupt, but I liked it when they were foiling this all-boys school's players by going and uh, exhibiting their charms. Uh, and then they all had a meeting about the fifth inning, and um, one of the, the coaches, I guess assistant coach, was like, and remember, boys, pretty girls, pretty though they may be, often already have boyfriends. And like, <gasps> and so after that point, their their tricks were not working as well as they once were. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Do go on, though. And also, um, yeah, I didn't really hear the music, so I don't know if it was very memorable at all. And baseball sounds, um, or just the sounds of the whole movie, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that they'd work fine because I don't remember hearing anything that made me giggle or laugh or. Well, or generally, if something is um, is bad, you'll notice. Yeah. If it's, if it's exceptionally good, it'll overpower the music. But if it's just right, then you won't notice it. That's what I find. I found the music to be pretty good, but I've been watching a lot of the DVDs, and so some of it is kind of getting tiresome at this point because they're using the same background music in Season 1 as they are in Season 2. And so some of it, like their uh, general happy locker room music is kind of... Uh, or clubhouse music is kind of getting a little overdone. Um, but all in all, I thought the sound effects were very authentic. And this is a good series. It's not something that I would rewatch immediately, but maybe after a couple of months, 
you know, I've watched everything on my shelves, I would go, hey, you know, this is worth watching again. I enjoyed this series. So I think it has a pretty decent replayability. Um, what are you going to go ahead and give this as far as your recommendation goes, JD10T? Yes, yes. Um, Once again, <laughs> it's from the bottom up, not recommended, neutral, recommended, highly recommended, and top recommendation. I'd probably give it a recommended. And and you should really back that up <laughs> instead of just saying, because yeah, recommended, <laughs> I'm done here. I'll see you guys later. I would give it a recommended because I, I really did like it. It's it's new. It's different from other anime I've seen. Um, it's I think they did a really good job. It keeps you interesting, uh, interested, but it's not... You know, it's not Keeps exactly profound. It's like, wow, you know. It's, so I would give it a recommended. but So not exactly innovative, but still a good sports drama. Yeah, definitely. Cat 13? Ditto. Wait, am I allowed to do that? No, no. <laughs> oh. You have to say what you give for the recommendation <laughs> and why. Well, I give it a uh, recommended as well. The plot line is actually pretty interesting, and the characters are actually pretty well developed, and I've only seen a few episodes. So I would say... You'd be able to watch it and really enjoy it, so I'd give it a recommended. One of my uh, fa- uh, favorite parts of the episodes that I saw was where, um, and I wish I could remember their names better, but there's just so many players on a team. Um, the one girl who wants to be an actor is uh, doing her uh, practice for her commercial. It's supposed to be a wig commercial. And uh, the other girls are like, well, that's okay. And maybe it's like, maybe you should do it like this. And she does like this wonderful performance. And so then the girl's all jealous and she's like, well, I guess that was okay. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, when I watch the first uh, volume, um, that I, I'm probably going to give a highly recommended when I rate it later. But at this point, we're basically starting to learn the pattern of the show and I think they played up the drama a little too much in this volume and so while I liked it um, it's kind of if you will fallen from its original promise and so I'm going to give this a recommended maybe if it cuts a little bit back on the drama and cuts back maybe a smidgen so that it's more balanced so that we have an appropriate amount of drama comedy and action instead of really it seems that each of these episodes were either focusing on one or the other of these attributes instead of balancing them all out into an episode. If they can get back to that nice balance they had early on, I think that this can uh, switch up. But for now, I'm going to give Volume 4 of Princess 9 a recommended. Okay, now it's time for the fan mail, and uh, this week we don't have fan mail per se, but what we do have is some lovely fan art that has been sent in, and of course this is going to be available on the uh, website as soon as I can get the website in order and upload this, and of course when I do I'm also going to be uploading some of the pictures, or probably all of the pictures, from Anime Bonsai 2006. Um, and so, uh, right now, though, we're switching web servers from our old host, FoodedNet, to our new host, OneAndOne.com. And um, I think that this is going to result in a lot better uh, service and availability for all of you listeners out there, because I don't know if you've noticed, but FoodedNet tends to go um, offline for uh, a couple of hours every now and again, seems almost every week. 
Uh, and so I think that we're going to have a lot better time here at One and One, or at least I'm hoping. So anyways, once I get a uh, thing in order on our new host, I will be uploading this fan art and the pictures from Anime Bonsai. But let's go ahead and get to the fan art, eh? First of all, we have a piece from Jared L. Banks called Professional Bandy, which has our mascot, Bandy, dressed up as uh, she would if she was a professional office worker. And I think this is a very lovely piece of work, and that uh, certainly deserves to be in our galleries. Uh, and next, we have one from Abiola Akimpalu, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, who sends us in some great DN Angel fan art. This one actually wasn't a digital piece which was emailed to us or put on a website, but she actually mailed this on into us. And so uh, I think that's really great because, of course, not all of our listeners have access to uh, scanners or fancy digital uh, uh, illustrator programs and uh, Photoshop and whatnot. And so even if you want to submit fan art to the show, but you don't have access to expensive uh, computer software or scanners or anything, you still can go ahead and send in fan art to our show. All you have to do is use the fan art submission form and mention how you'd like to submit fan art uh, to us, but that you have um, that you would like to send it in to us through postal mail, and I'll go ahead and give you the address for that. And of course, once we do receive your fan art in the mail, uh, we will scan it in and upload it to our artist alley, just like any other piece of quality work that's sent to us. So, Aviola and Jaredell, I hope you expect your work to be online soon, because uh, I think the world is going to be really glad to take a look at it. Anyways, let's go ahead and shimmy and shake on over to our hotspot, which this episode is a very special one. What makes it so special? Stay tuned and find out. One thing that I forgot to mention in the fan mail section that we uh, just aired was that um, we're having something a little special that we're doing. Uh, normally, we have a monthly fan art contest, and then to the winner we send a fantastic anime-related prize. However, um, this time around, instead what we're doing is we got a bunch of really special DVDs while we were at Anime Bonsai, and we are going to be sending one to each person that submits to us a uh, great piece of fan art. It can be fan art of our mascot, Bandy, of course, or like uh, Abiola Akinpalu submitted, it can be a fan art from your favorite uh, anime, your favorite manga, uh, your favorite video game, as long as uh, we like it and we do like your art. Uh, you can just submit that into us, and if it passes the ASO Radio uh, check of quality, in other words, it does have to do with anime, manga, video games, or something related to Japanese culture, we will go ahead and post that on the website, and on the way will be a wonderful DVD from Anime Bonsai containing uh, the music videos that were submitted to them for their music video contest this year. Speaking of Anime Bonsai, they're actually, um, or I should say the convention, is actually the subject of this week and our next several weeks' hotspot section. Uh, this week, we're going to play the live episode of ASO Radio that we recorded there. Uh, this is actually um, kind of unusual. 
because, of course, we had a live studio audience in the form of the panel attendees. And additionally, I had Link1986 go and help me with hosting duties, so he was my co-host on the, the special live episode of ASO Radio that we recorded at Anime Bontai. The thing is, though, is that when we were recording, for some reason, our uh, recording equipment shut off halfway through the recording session, and so we only got half of the live episode recorded, which, in my opinion, is a bit of a shame. Uh, I would have really liked everybody to have heard the entirety of the live show, but unfortunately, we only got about half an hour of it recorded, but it's still good stuff, and I don't want to go and throw it away just because it's not so-called complete, so we're just going to go ahead and make that part of the hotspot for this episode. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and play that now, and it will probably cut off probably in about 26 minutes or so, um, but still, I think uh, good stuff, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as uh, Link1986 and I did when uh, we hosted it. And uh, in the upcoming weeks, we're also going to feature some interviews that we had with uh, some guests which were at Anime Bonsai, including uh, Spike Spencer, Amy Reader Hadley, and uh, the wonderful author of Schlock Mercenary. So, of course, that's all to be looked forward to in the upcoming weeks. And, of course, after that, we're going to switch to our regular hotspot format, which includes reviews of manga, soundtracks, video games, and, of course, the occasional rant about the anime industry. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and hear what happened during the ASO Radio Live section at Anime Bonsai. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts day by day here. They're all just standing in a row. Big one, small one, some the size of your head. Hello, everybody. Mr. Link1986 and I are just going to go ahead and sit on up here because there's just a couple of people here. We'll keep everything nice and friendly, and don't worry, my heckling is all in good spirits. I think the mics are a little loud. Do you guys think so? Too loud? Too soft? And good? Good? All right, because you guys are way quieter than I am for some reason, and I just don't know why. Actually, talking to your mic for a second, Kenny. Let me make sure they got the levels right. One, two, three, testing. One, two, three. Okay, now go and sing part of a popular anime song. It's got to be popular. I don't know the words to any popular anime songs, though. Oh, yeah? All in Japanese. All in Japanese, or are you just a lying SOB? Because you could be both. Well, I have oh, I can't hear you. Is the microphone turned off, or is it on? It's on? Okay, try now. Holy crap, that must be me because now I'm quiet. Okay, try now. Okay. Okay, now. There we go. Dang, they got you hooked up to the loudest son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's see here. Looky, looky, what do we have? Take out the lows? Nope, that ain't helping. I don't know what I did. Talking to your mic? Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Oh, yeah? Trying to remember some lyrics to some anime songs. Oh, yeah? So... So why are you doing that? Are you like doing something special? I'm going to try and enter the um, Anime Idol contest. Ooh, Anime Idol. When's that happening? That should be happening tomorrow. Oh. I believe it's 6 o'clock. Yeah. They don't have an official spot, so... All right. Do we sound like we have the same audio volume, everyone? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I could raise my voice a little, but no one likes that. Do your crappy Mario impersonation. They'll love that one. It's me, Mario! 
Okay, how's that? Not the impression, but the volume. Okay, we'll just go ahead and go with that because we don't want to be here all night. <laughs> or rather, we want to be here all night, but we want it to be fun and engaging. Come on down, Mr. Kenny. Or as his friends like to call him, hey, you. All right. Now I'm going to sit here with the giant speaker behind me so it seems like I am the voice of God. <laughs> of course, I imagine God would have a much nicer voice than me. Probably more manners. <laughs> I mean, he is God. Okay, but enough about stuff that Depends doesn't... Depends on which God you talk about. <laughs> True. Some of them can be real... Pr- Anyways. Um, so, here, of course, we're at our ASO Radio Live panel. And uh, that's why it's a bit, if you will, unplugged. Ironically enough, we're using wireless microphones to do it. But um, So, essentially, the way ASO Radio works, uh, if uh, some of you aren't familiar with the... Uh, Website. Uh, it's uh, it's an anime podcast. It wasn't always a podcast. We were doing uh, online audio broadcasting of our shows well before the term podcast even decided to crop out. Uh, we've been doing ASO Radio since uh, 1999, and in that time, reviewed a hell of a lot of anime. And uh, the show basically breaks down the first parts anime news, then we do our anime reviews, then we do our fan mail and our fan art. And then we wrap everything up with the hot spot, which is generally we pick one thing, maybe an, a manga review, maybe some sort of soundtrack review, uh, maybe just us ranting about something. All depends on how we feel. Um, but since this is a bit of an unconventional approach to our standard recording, we're going to, uh, we only have one bit of anime news. Anime Bonsai is awesome. I, I think that uh, that was the top news story today, apparently. <laughs> And we hope you all come to our other panels. Would you tell them a bit about that? Right. Well, um, starting tomorrow in the basement. A little bit closer to your face. So starting tomorrow in the basement, we have um, podcasts and animes and how to get that started, I believe, at 1 o'clock? Uh, it could very well be. Please check your schedule for details. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at 3 o'clock, we're going to be having the wonderful world of web comics, which we'll be showing a lot of. If you haven't seen in comics, it's um, not Dushinji, but... Uh, sprite comics and the other ilk and uh, stuff like that. Mainly being showing self-published online comics, both of sprite and hand-drawn varieties. And uh, Wink1986 here is going to kind of explain how they're created and how he goes about making his own comic, which you can now plug yep. and give the website if you so desire. Yeah, which is at uh, www.nz17.com/mrvc. Um, Macrobovi, the comic. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with comic, the Macrobovi. <laughs> So, um, yeah, is that well, all we, we also got? might be hosting the... Um, oh, yeah, anime. judging the anime idol. That's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you guys can be there. We need uh, lots of people to heckle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so let's go ahead and start things off with a nice review. What have you been watching lately, Nink1986? Uh, the only real anime I've been watching is actually Naruto. Ah, Naruto. So you've been watching that on the Cartoon Network? Yeah. In fact, I think I'm recording it right now. Hey, how are you doing that? Some sort of magic, eh? I am. I have Hot the powers. <laughs> All right, so tell us what you're thinking of uh, the show, the plot, the characters, the English dub, um, the lack of fan service. <laughs> well, that's obviously, you know... You get I take on. huge issue with that. Yeah, um, although... Uh, oh, there's yeah. dead air now. There we go, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. So oh, should I should I take the stage for a moment? A second, yeah. Okay, you go ahead and get back on the train. And uh, while we're waiting, I just want to go ahead and field out to you guys. 
What brings you to the panel tonight? Mr. Man wearing the same color shirt I am, yes. Actually, let me go ahead and get you on the mic so we can record you. And you'll sound really big. I came because I've never been to an anime expo like this. But I wanted to come with my brother, and it actually turned out to be a great night. So you're having a lot of fun? You've been a couple of panels so far. What you've enjoyed the most? Oh, the, the movie going on in that one room. Uh, yes, the, uh, the animation screening room is always a popular treat. Let's go over here to this side of the room, kind of quiet side, but lots of people. What brings you to the convention this weekend, sir? It's a birthday present for my daughter, who is very into anime. Oh, is she a new fan? Been into it long? or She's been watching anime for a couple of years. And are you getting a big kick out of it, or are you more or less being here and having a little bit of fun, but she's taking the main cake? I'm enjoying it. All right, excellent, excellent. And what about you, sir? Uh, cosplay, Spike Spencer... Well, just having fun. At Spike Spencer, he's a big draw, eh? And a lot of stuff. So are you going to be entering the cosplay contest? Awesome, awesome, great. Let's go ahead back here to the back, because I know they don't want me to. That's why everybody sits in the back, you know. What's your name? Everett. And Everett, are you having a good time? Yeah. I, How has your time been affected by me coming into the back of the room and putting you on the spot? No pressure. Well, let's see. It's created a dimensional rift. I'm hoping that the, uh, the the podcast will be able to survive the impact of. Well, don't worry. My order passes. Okay, let's move along the line. And you? I'm Stan. Hello, Stan. Do people call you Stan the Man? Uh, often they do. Mm, it's annoying after a while. So, uh, are you having a good time? See anything really interesting? Uh, so far, I haven't had to see these podcasting guys, see if they knew what they were doing. Uh, trust me, they're real amateurs. Let me come on around. <laughs> you get your thought there yet, Link 1986? Oh, I got several thoughts. Most of them inappropriate, so... Uh, I, see, I see that you've replaced me with a younger model. Well, see, he's just uh, not as scraggly, you know, doesn't got that beard yet, so... Oh, uh, well, it's not beard, it's moss. Get it straight. Kara. And Kara, are you going to be cosplaying at tonight's convention? No. Do you like lounge singing? Not in the least. Thank God, because we're not going to be doing any of that. <laughs> All right. You and lied to me. Look, you weren't going to come if I didn't lie to you. So if I can only get you here by lying, then we're going to just have to cope. Okay, now we're back here with a Inu Yesha shirt. I'm not sure if I've heard of that series. Could you explain a little bit? Uh, sure, it's uh, on Cartoon Network, a few people know. Oh, well, that's all we need to know. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Inuyasha is a great show. Who's your favorite character? Uh, Kikyo. Ah, very good. Classy lady, classy lady. And you, sir? My favorite character on Inuyasha is Sashomaru. Ah, also a very classy lady. Um, so are you guys having a really good time? Uh, what are you planning on attending at tomorrow's, uh, tomorrow's events? Uh, the Full Metal Alchemist uh, fan talk. So what do you like better, season one or season two? Uh, probably season one, a little. Yeah, season two got kind of creepy. <laughs> and you, sir, what will you be enjoying at tomorrow's events? Well, I kind of want to see the Inuyasha movie. I think it's at nine o'clock or something like that. Ah, is that the third movie or second, first? Oh, they just keep the hits on rolling. All right, now I'm going to head back towards the front, get a little more fan input. 
And then Link1986 will be able to speak his mind. Don't expect him to say too much. Pay attention, you scumbag. I can't help it. And my attention is elsewhere. Yeah, I bet not it is. as amusing as it used to be. There aren't enough hot women in this room to make me not kick your ass. And you, sir? My name is George. Ah, and George. Boy, are you glad to be here? Yeah, this is my first ever anime convention. Ah, and have you got many compliments on your attire? Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, several people have asked me to remove my mask to see what's underneath. Oh, and is it candy? No, sir. All right, very good. So there briefly is our audience. We have one cameraman in the audience who will be providing tapes after the show for $10 each. Sir, would you like to go ahead and plug your company and uh, all the important things that you do? Uh, I'm not with any company. I'm just me. Okay, so you heard that. Highly collectible, limited edition, $12 at the door. Okay, so now why has this guy replaced me? Come you on. have a few questions you want to ask. Oh, questions, questions. Well, as long as they can go and help us get a couple of cat girls, I'll be glad to field your questions. What's on your mind, young sir? Well, I've heard about this show called um, Tenchi Moya, and I do not know what it is about. I bought a movie called the very first Tenchi Moya movie, and I did not get it. Well, don't worry too much, because that movie confuses everybody. It's really boring. Uh, I recommend seeing the original Tenchi Moyo OAV, or OVA, depending on who you talk to. Uh, it's only six episodes long, but really good. My uh, associate here at Link1986 can say a bit about Ryoko. Well, she's a demon uh, girl that's been revived by Tenchi, um, because uh, she was enslaved on Earth to help protect it, and so she'd been revived. She's a bit promiscuous. Um, also, Tenchi's aunt wants to make out with him. That she does. Mm -hmm. Tenchi's really kind of the beginning of the whole harem anime thing, I'd say. One guy, thousands of women. And he's not interested in any of them, but they all want to get in his pants. Except for the one everybody hates. Who's that? You know, the girl with attention Tokyo? Oh, yeah, everybody hates her. Yeah. Okay, any other questions? Well, I've been watching um, this new show called Naruto, and I do not get it either. Ah. <laughs> it, it is kind of stupid. No, 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 I can't go on the air saying that. It's really stupid. Uh, no. <laughs> Link1986 will have to fill this one, too. Right, well, it's a... Ninja show. Really? Yes. Um, you know, what are really, these ninja and what are they doing in the show? Um, you know, I really don't know. I just know that they like to wear bandanas, go around with their homies. Ah, come on, you can give a better description than that. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll cease my mocking long enough for you to get well, out a good description. Well, uh, you can not cease your mocking, too. That's fine. But, um, no, it's not. All right, lard ass. <laughs> Okay, listen, the cheesecake was good, all right? I had to go back for a second. We need to drop the cheesecake thing, because there's been too much cheesecake going on at this uh, convention so far. Oh, okay. Um, but no, the main character, Naruto Uzumaki, has the fox demon still within him. It's basically about him becoming a ninja and a full-trained ninja and all the stuff that happens um, with that and his friends. Because earlier we were talking and we decided that since these, these ninja in Naruto can walk and run on water, that cousins to Jesus. And then we got thinking about it and that really didn't make much sense because then they would be immortal and they would... Hey, wait a minute. 
They haven't died yet, have they? <laughs> no, not in our time. Oh, but no, we came to the conclusion that they're not cousins to Jesus, but in fact, Jesus, ninja, think about it, walks on water, sleight of hand. No, I'm just kidding. That would be horribly sacrilegious. And we don't believe in sacrilegious unless we're reviewing a show that deals with that. Please stay away from Angel Sanctuary. And I'm saying that as a very good warning. Okay, Link 1986. Uh, we'll go ahead and take some more audience questions whatnot in a bit. But have you thought of the show or whatever you were going to review? No, that was Naruto. Oh. And I think we basically uh, plotted it out. But we oh, have okay. a question here. So. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Got one for you to review. Princess Tutu. Oh, Princess, Princess Tutu. Tutu. All right. Never heard of it either. <laughs> you guys have never heard of Princess Tutu? Probably heard of it, but never seen it. So well, I've seen spaghetti thicker than her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we actually, that's one of the shows that we haven't reviewed on ASO Radio yet. We've got over 100 reviews under our belt. No tutu yet. So we're going to have to get to that, but it does look like a pretty interesting and colorful show. I have to give it that. Okay, you had a little question? Yeah, um, about Naruto, I, I like the sexy jutsu. It is really hot. <laughs> Everybody loves the sexy Jutsu. Link 1986 is going to give a special demonstration after hours. <laughs> By appointment only. <laughs> By appointment only. Twelve dollars at the door. <laughs> so that's what's on that tape. Sure is. Okay then. Um, let's see. What have I seen recently? Well, there's a really good show. It's an older show. Actually, ADV has discontinued it. So if you can get a hold of it, good for you, because it's called Princess Nine. It's uh, a really great show. Essentially, it's about Japan's first professional female, female baseball league forming up. It's a very exclusive school. And you're going to, you know, you hear this description, you think, oh, well, that sounds really stupid. <laughs> and I know it doesn't sound like the greatest of shows, but if you like something that's a bit inspirational, kind of gives you that courage to dig in and keep at it, it's a good show. Uh, another show like that is uh, called Comic Party. Did you fart because he just left? <laughs> well, he's laughing, so it mustn't have been that. Sorry. <laughs> Thank God the microphone didn't pick that one up. After all, Link 1986, it's nice to share, but it's not nice to share everything. Okay, so <laughs> anyways, uh, there's another show out there. It's called Comic Party. How many people here uh, attended the Dojinshi panel? Give a all right, that many. Well, anyways, Comic Party is basically uh, about a whole bunch of fans who um, are really into the shows that they're into, and so they draw fan comics and sell them at uh, basically comic conventions, not in the sense of big publishers like you see in America, but just everybody bringing their own personal works and selling them. And this is the story of uh, Kazuki, who decides, uh, first, he, he just doesn't know what to do in his life, but he knows he likes art. So then he decides to go with his friend Taishi, who has grand plans of taking over the world through their entertainment. And he ends up going to the Dojinshi convention with him, or the comic make-and-take, or whatever they called it, I can't remember now, um, and ends up getting sucked into this world. First, he was just basically placid, didn't have any idea what to do with his life, and, and this crazy idea of Dojin gets into him, and his his childhood friend how many times have we heard that one ladies and gentlemen too often uh, his childhood friend of course who has feelings towards him is absolutely repulsed by this idea and talking about how oh all those otaku they're fat and smelly and lazy and weird and they have long hair and they don't bathe she's only half right folks don't listen to that 
<laughs> but it's a really great show, really inspirational, especially if you're like a small-time publisher. And I give that one highly recommended. We've got actually a unique rating system on Acer Radio. We don't give them numbers because I feel numbers are kind of arbitrary. I mean, who can, who's to say that something that got a 4.5 is not as good as something someone else gave a 4.75? I mean, it's obviously much better. But <laughs> So on the show, we have five ratings. We have not recommended, neutral, recommended, highly recommended, and top recommendation. And you're going to have to be an excellent show in order to get that rating. Typically, it's the realm of Ghibli. <laughs> yeah, name us, name us all some titles that have gotten top recommendation. Oh, good one, good one. Moving along. Um, no, um, I don't know. Can you recall some that I've given high recommendations to? Well, I think it was the first episode or so of Excel Saga. I kind of want the microphone to point right yeah. at your mouth. Excel Saga. Excel first? Saga. That could yeah. got good ratings. Uh, give really good ratings to Gotocha. If anyone was at the opening ceremonies, I talked about how I love that show. Fruits mm-hmm. Basket, another really good one by the same director. That's um, right. What's that? Awesome series indeed. Uh, another director I really like, Satoshi Kon. He's done a lot of stuff. He's done Millennium Actress. He's That's done, right. um, what's that called? Perfect Blue. Yeah, Perfect Blue. Oh, Tokyo Godfathers. That's uh-huh. a very nice one. And then his latest one was the, um, the mm-hmm. anime series. Uh, is it, I want to say Golden Bat Boy, but I know that's not the title. Mm. It's, uh. it's the one where it has the... The child's going around paranoid agent. Oh yes, paranoid agent. All of his films kind of show the whole thing about how the way we see reality and the way we remember it isn't the way it actually is. It's based more like what's going on in your mind. One of the things that I found interesting in regards to paranoia agent is um, I was watching an interview with him, and he said that one of the things they tried to do when developing the dialogue is make it so that everybody is not talking to each other. Even though there's a dialogue going on, one person will say something, the other will say, they're actually talking to themselves. And, and they're saying, you know, oh, this is in my mind, this is what's going on. And they're not actually talking to the other person. So if you were to block out what the other person's saying, it's really all the characters are just talking to themselves about these illusions and ideas that are in their head. His stuff tends to be interesting like that, and generally you've got to watch it more than once to get everything. I would say um, a little mind-twisting for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Trippy. Yeah, after you finish the shows, you you do have to watch it again just to understand it. I think my favorite he did, though, was Millennium Actress. I think he did a really good job on that. Yeah, that was really good. The interesting thing about Millennium Actress is it's obviously about an actress, and she's rather old, and uh, her memories of the shows that she's been in have intermixed with her memories of her own life. And so she's at this point retelling the story of her life to this documentarian. And um, so she keeps mixing them together and it makes for a rather interesting show. Yeah. Especially when they get wrapped up into her memories. Yeah, a bit of a tearjerker too. It is. He has a way of pulling at the heartstrings. Although I really did like Tokyo Godfather, so. Well, it's a little offbeat, but it's enjoyable. Especially if you like cross-dressers that want to be mothers. Everybody needs love. So let's see, what else uh, What else have you been... Well, you've been really reading the Excel Saga manga. Yeah. You talk a bit about that. Yeah, I've been... Give your ratings, if I've you will. I've been more into manga than anime right now. Um, it does last you longer. True. and um, Ironically, gotten, more pictures in the anime, though. Yeah. Although I've, I've gotten through like the first 13 um, issues of the manga, um, and it is way different from the anime. If you haven't seen the anime... Um, or you have seen the anime, pick up the manga, but don't start until the third 
volume. That's <laughs> when it actually starts getting good. The first two volumes, I almost uh, stopped reading it because of it. So, but after the third volume, starts. Thank goodness they publish these things in large ass uh, anthologies, and so after they can go for a while before they get canceled, and so they can come into their own. Uh, one of the series, one of my all-time favorite series, and I hope somebody else out here has uh, seen this because it is a popular series. Who here has seen Oh My Goddess in one of its many forms? Nice hands, nice hands. Um, that's one of my all-time favorite series. It started off with the OAV. Um, then I decided to watch the movie. And I was actually expecting the movie to be really bad because I don't know if any of you went to uh, Anime Expo in 2000, but they premiered the uh, Oh My Goddess movie. And they premiered uh, some really crap. Oh, yes, the Escaflone movie. Boy, that was a stinking pile of something if you watched the TV show once more. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Oh My Gosh movie turned out pretty well. Uh, did you see that Link 1986? I did not. Oh. And so then... Uh, I did see the stinking pile of poop. Oh, well. <laughs> you got to pick up after yourself, man. Um and then there's Oh My Goddess TV show. How many here like that show? Hands, hands. Okay, so less hands this time. <laughs> and there's something odd about the art. You've seen the artwork for this, right? For the TV show? Yeah. 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 And then the, don't the faces just look, there's something wrong with them? Maybe they're too spaced out or not just something I, right? I think it's the, the pupils and the eyes are a bit bigger or mm, something. Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, the TV show's nice. You know, it follows the manga much more closely than anything else that's been made. That's for certain. But I have to say that after that, I went, well, I'm going to check out the manga. So I want more of this, but I don't like the TV show. But people like the TV show. That's why there's new episodes coming out. Uh, but the manga is really great. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, you know, some stuff where it starts to drag out because you get past the initial introduction and then you didn't know what to do. But then... You get into, you get like after volume 10, and it starts to pick up again, kind of makes up for it. So, you know, oh my goodness, I recommend it. True. Except for it's been going for 14 years, so to collect the whole series. True, true. Thank goodness Rumiko Takahashi keeps her stuff short. Yes, you over there. Ah, Star Blazers. Star Excellent Blazers. choice. Mm -hmm. Moving on. How <laughs> dare you! No, no, no. Uh, actually, I have a soft spot for uh, the, the older shows uh, because um, I actually, I have to agree that the, the golden period in my mind is the 80s. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I really like out there, and I'd have to say the 70s was the silver era, too, because uh, they're both good. I prefer the 80s shows, you know. Uh, but Star Blazers, I really like that. You know, the whole interesting thing about um, about that time of anime, I'd say from the... Uh, maybe the mid-70s onwards to the late 80s would be Star Wars was such a huge influence that you got all of these sci-fi anime shows coming out. And so there's a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, when did Gundam first come out? Like 1986? That was, I believe, 1978 or 79. Yeah, see, so right then you start seeing the big, long-running shows like Gundam and Macross and other things like uh, Star Blazers and... Um, no, Tetsujin 28 was before that. But lots of stuff was really inspired by that. And now, ironically enough, years later, uh, anime and manga is having a huge influence on Western culture and the television shows and movies that we're getting. I mean, you look on Cartoon Network, you'll see things like uh, fan favorite Teen Titans, which is not actually anime, but they borrow a lot of elements from that, you know, to go and create the characters and everything. I believe they called it uh, Chibimation. 
Chibi-mation? Yeah, whenever it goes into like, the anime, they always call it Chibi-mation. Oh. like a behind-the-scenes making-of sort of thing. Well, they need and a so term for that that really can apply to stuff that's inspired by uh, mm-hmm. anime. Because, you know, to call it anime is kind of misleading, so. Right. But um, let's go ahead and go around the room again, Link 1986, if you'd take to the floor. We've all got right. many interesting people with various tastes, and I want to get to know them all personally. We'll start here. And if you see anybody attractive, get their phone number. <laughs> Never know. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to go ahead around now and ask what are some of your favorite non-Japanese anime. I put that in air quotes. But things that you like that aren't Japanese origin, but it's still really good and kind of related. Yeah, so how about that? Uh, I'd have to say, number one, the boondocks. Ah, yes. It's very, uh, I'd say, well done. Um, Very well animated, especially compared to the other stuff they got on Adult Swim these true. days. Um, so it's a little risque, but if it's still very good stuff. Can't be risque so without being risky. True. Uh, also, I wish we could get rid of that hissing feedback, but our too. mixer man, not on the board. Right. So how about you? Favorite thing that's not Japan in origin? Hmm? I don't know. Okay. That's All right. Let me see if I can get away from the speaker and if it cuts down on the feedback. Is there less static now? Um, Just less hissing, but still more static. Hmm. Well, anyways, um, uh, let's go ahead and get these lovely ladies who have just come in. Go ahead and ask them uh, real quick. Yeah, hey. You can't sneak in late and hope we won't bother you. Yeah. Especially if you're dressed as the lovely scouts. Am I right? Is it Jupiter and Pluto? I know my sailor scouts. Sorry, sorry. Send she. Do go uh, on. Okay, so favorite thing possibly not anime? Um, I really like Teen Titans. Excellent. Teen Excellent Titans show. go. Uh huh. Do you read the comic book too, or a little bit? Mm. Right. That's what the internet's for. <laughs> we all know what the internet's truly for. Yes, but we didn't bring that video. Yes, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't bring. Wait, I guess we did. Maybe we'll show that later. Who knows? Yes, but all right. Favorite. And uh, sadly, that's that's uh, all that remains of what we recorded at uh, Anime Bonsai. But I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, segment of ASO Radio Live we were able to revive. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, wrap up this episode of ASO Radio with all of our sincere farewells. But of course, we'll be back later. Stay tuned. So for uh, your guys' first episode, I thought that this went pretty well. You know, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, you sure were whooping it up uh, yesterday when we were watching Princess <laughs> Nine. So it's always glad to see fans get into what they're watching. Um, but uh, what did you guys think of your first time on the show? Um, I got to get more used to it. <laughs> did you have fun, though? That's what's important, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not cute. exactly articulate, yeah. but definitely cute. <laughs> uh, what about you, Cat 13? How did you like things? I really like this. I was a little nervous about it because I don't really know what I'm doing, and I probably won't for the next time or two, but I'm getting used to it, and I love talking, so this will work for me. Well, you know, the, the way I've noticed it is I've had a lot of co-hosts, and generally is when you go and you read from the news, you know, you're kind of not into the group, but once you get into the free-form reviewing, it kind of helps bring you out, and so I'm sure after a few more episodes, you guys will start to... uh be old hat at this and be able to do it nice and smooth. But anyways, it is time for us to wrap up another episode of ASO Radio. This, of course, is episode 103. And so 
for episode 103 of ASO Radio. This is NZ17, JD10T, Cat13. Signing out. Signing out. Signing out. Woo! <laughs> Let's try that again. Okay. okay. All right. This is blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Signing out. Excellent. <laughs> See you guys next time. ASO Radio is copyright of NC17 Productions. ASO Radio is licensed to the general public under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial share-alike license. Additional licenses available. For more information, visit us online at www.nz17.com.